Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, February 11th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there's ever been. Call him. Make an appointment now. Don't wait. 317-849-2933. He's been my dentist for 26 years. I know two things, three things. I know media. I know sports. I know dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the world. Again, 317-849-2933. Three, three. The Indiana Pacers losers last night to the Brooklyn Nets. They got beat 106-105 for a variety of reasons, all right? One-point game, but you can't allow seven second-chance points in the fourth quarter. You cannot be outscored at the foul line 24-8. to You cannot shoot in the way they did last night from beyond the arc and win games. You just can't. The Pacers, they had a shot at the end. Uh, the Nets smart to take the foul that uh, they had to give and give the Pacers only 2.7 to go score. Malcolm Brogdon, they tried to run a little screen action. They didn't have time to do it. Brogdon heaved up a three uh, at the buzzer. Did not work out for the Pacers last night. They played better. They didn't shoot very well. Brogdon's broke. Oladipo, 5 for 14. I'm telling you, when Victor Oladipo, and I know it was really close, when Victor Oladipo takes more than one shot every two minutes of game action for him, it's big trouble. Last night he took 14 shots, 27 minutes. That doesn't work for the Pacers. It doesn't. Uh, the Nets, they played good, solid basketball. They were uh, uh, very, very, uh, they, they worked hard, right? Uh, they were productive on the offensive glass. They got to the foul line. As a result, they win that game. Uh, Justin Holiday, not good last night, didn't make a shot. Like I said, Oladipo and Brogdon, they didn't make a lot of shots. Uh, the bench tried to kind of rescue the Pacers a little bit with McConnell and McDermott and, and those guys. Uh, T.J. Warren was good last night. Domas Sabonis with his fourth triple-double in the last 12 games. Domas is playing exceptionally well. Really, really good. He's going to the All-Star game, and he's a hell of a good All-Star. And all this talk about him being one of the worst All-Stars in recent memory is complete nonsense. It just doesn't make sense. Hot takes don't titillate me on Twitter. I don't dig them. Uh, Archie Miller, led, oh, by the way, Pacers, they wrap up their, their pre-All-Star break basketball tomorrow night at Bankers Life Fieldhouse against the Bucks. They've lost six in a row. First time they've lost six in a row in a really long time, uh, three years, I think, and the first time they've lost five in a row at home since 2008. 
Uh, Archie Miller on his radio show last night said this. You can tell how happy this makes me, can't you? At some point, you have to draw the line. If you don't want to be a part of winning, you have to not be a part of what we're doing. Did you know it's February? Did you know you've had the same problems for the last three months? Where in the sweet hell have you been? What have you been watching? And why don't you do something about it instead of talking about it? Why don't you change the rotation instead of saying, you know, if these guys don't get their act together, we're going to have to think about changing the rotation. You think? Are you out of your mind? What kind of leadership is this? If you don't want to be a part of winning, it's February 11th. You've had the same problems this entire season. You had these problems when you beat UConn at Madison Square Garden. You had these problems when you beat Notre Dame at Bankers Life Fieldhouse in the Crossroads Classic. They have existed. Are you not watching? What is the matter with you? And you keep saying, Archie, well, we got to think about changing that rotation. Go ahead and do it. What in the hell do you have to lose? Take some control over your team. What are you doing? <laughs> Honest to God. You know, there's going to come a day where we're going to have to think about making some changes around here. That's what we're going to have to think about doing. Really? Is that right? Is that what you're going to have to do when, in April, you're going to make changes to the rotation on race day in May? By the way, only about 100 days until race day in May. Keep thinking that as we get a bunch of snow tomorrow. What are you doing? Take control of your roster. Take control of your team. You're frustrated. I'll tell you this, and I know this because I've felt this. When you're a manager... Okay, whether it's in business, whether you're a coach in sports, whatever, whether you're a department head, whatever you are, you got people underneath you. The source of your own frustration is you. That's the, the source of your frustration. If you don't manage effectively, you're going to be frustrated. If you don't have control of your group, if you don't have buy-in, you're going to be frustrated. There's a good way to get buy-in. Bam. Get rid of the guys who don't buy in. The hell is going on here? What are we, children? Jeez, oh, Pete. How do we know more about this than a guy making three and a half million dollars a year to coach basketball in Bloomington? How is that possible? Now I know why he's not talking to the media. Because nobody wants anybody to hear what this man is thinking. Golly, you think? Oh, Purdue tonight at Mackey. There's a guy who knows how to coach a basketball team. Matt Painter's got it rolling a little bit for the for the Boilermakers. They're three or they're actually four and a half point favorites tonight in Vegas or in Indiana, and they are three point favorites on Ken Palm because they've got uh, uh, home court. That's worth three points, so they're three point favorites. These teams. They are uh, separated by one ranking in Ken Palm. So it's going to be a hell of a game tonight. If you're Purdue, you got to take good care of the basketball. Penn State's averaging over eight steals a game. They defend like crazy. You have got to take good care of the ball if you want to beat the Nittany Lions tonight. They've won six in a row. Purdue's been pretty good, too. This is a really critical game. 
for Purdue. Purdue needs to stack some wins in order to get to the NCAA tournament. I think they get the win tonight. Uh, Major League Baseball is thinking about changing its playoff format. Get this. What, what they're talking about doing, three division champs, which you would guess, and then four wild cards per league. And the way they're going to decide who plays who in this wild card business, the the overall winner, the the team with the the best record in either league, they go automatically to the divisional round. Then the other two divisional winners, they get to select who they're going to play in the one game wild card deal. And then the two other wild card teams are going to play each other. The, it, it's so convoluted and so complicated. Look, here's what's going on. And I can guarantee you this because I've been in these rooms too. This happened in a conference room where they're writing down ideas. And nobody was smart enough or nobody was strong enough in the conference room to look at Rob Manfred and say, Are you out of your mind? Are you a crazy person? How could we make this more complicated? How could we make this more indecipherable to baseball fans who just want to watch the game? What? Who's going to play who? What? Are we insane? That's what should have happened in the room. That's what didn't happen in the room because what Rob Manfred fills the room with are a bunch of toadies. That's what he's got. That's how you come up with this kind of cockamamie idea. Uh, complete idiocy. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What's the matter with people? I could be such a valuable resource sitting in a conference room. Nope. That isn't any good. Okay, yeah, that works. Now let's take this and let's simplify it a bunch. This is what I do. And this is, this is how big... Simplify, simplify, reduce, reduce, reduce. Come on. Uh, Tamika Ketching, she's going to go into the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. She'll be inducted on June 13th in Knoxville, Tennessee, where the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame is, which is appropriate. And this coming weekend, All-Star Weekend in Chicago, Tamika's going to find out whether she's a finalist for the Naismith, Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. She absolutely is a Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame basketball player, Hall of Fame human being. Tamika Ketchings, one of the smartest, one of the nicest, one of the most dedicated people you're ever going to meet in any business, let alone sports. Is Philip Rivers a fit for the Indianapolis Colts? That just doesn't seem like what they do, is it? Is that what, what Chris Ballard does as a GM of the Colts? Not through three years. We haven't seen this kind of thing from Chris Ballard where he would give any kind of serious thought to adding a free agent, 36, 37 years old, guy like Phillip Rivers, who didn't play terribly well for the Chargers last year. He had a terrible offensive line. That much is true. Would he be an upgrade over Brissett? Vaguely an upgrade over Brissett. This much of an upgrade over Brissett in all likelihood. I just don't see it happening. I see them getting younger. I see them building through the draft. I, I, I don't think they're going to look for a patchwork quarterback, but what do I know? Maybe they will. Maybe that's what we'll see. Maybe we'll, the, the Colts are going to welcome Rivers and uh, try to get another year out of him and then uh, and, and maybe draft a guy too. I don't know. I, I just, I don't see it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. We're still learning who Chris Ballard is, so maybe he's got some tricks up his sleeve, some nonsense that he's going to try to employ 
to have the Colts be a playoff team in 2020. All right, birthdays today. Gary Lowe, happy birthday. Mark Fontaine, Mark Adams, Garrett Smith, and Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. He's a clown. Charlie Brown. He's going to have a birthday. Just you wait and see. Why is everybody always giving me a cake? All right, there you go. There's your uh, Charlie Brown birthday hymn of the day. We'll talk to you this afternoon, 3 o'clock, sports and other but sports. I cannot wait, as always.